Hello and welcome to this week's show, which, as you remember from last week, is part two of our look into Oscars for Stunts. Last week, we spoke to one of the stunt coordinators whose work is featured in this year's list of nominees. That was Mark Harris on the movie Power of the Dog. This week, we go back to 2019 and an interview I did with stuntman Blake Spawn on a podcast called The Stunt Pod. We looked into the Oscars and the Academy's apparent absent-minded look at recognition and spoke to two very important stuntmen who have been involved in this for over 30 years. We start here with the man who has become the spokesperson for this campaign. From Stunts Unlimited, it's stuntman and stunt coordinator, Jack Gill. Well, I mean, the last conversation I had with Don and John Bailey, uh, the message got back that is there is absolutely going to be no action Oscar ever. And so that kind of put a damper on everything. So two weeks ago, we launched this, you know, um, this kind of hashtag thing that says boycott Oscars. And we're going to see just how well the action industry can knock their ratings down. Mm-hmm. Because I think worldwide, we can knock their ratings down a couple of to three points, and that hurts them pretty badly. But I still am baffled that they don't see the light, because all we can do is really help them. And a lot of articles that are coming out here in the last three weeks, that has been the title of every article, saying why does the Academy not see that an action category can really help their ratings and pull it out of, out of the slump that they're in. Mm. So who are the guys that you spoke to? Don and John Bailey, are they... Yeah, yeah. Are they, John, they're John the Academy. Is, yeah, she's the executive director, and John Bailey is the current president. And I went in through a liaison, and this liaison had a long conversation with me and another stunt coordinator mm-hmm. at lunch, and he said, I'm a member of the Academy as well. I have a great relationship with the board. I'm going to go in and talk to the board and try and convince them that this is a really good thing because right. I really believe you guys should have an Oscar category. So we got our hopes up. And then this gentleman went in, talked to him, and after he got out of the meeting with John and Don and many other committee members, he said it's absolutely not ever going to happen. And, and still no reason and that came why? straight out of their mouths. No, there was no reason why. Just drop it. Don't bring it up again. And that's what baffles me is there has to be some deep-seated hatred against the action community that they would have that opinion because most of the time you'd want them to say, we're doing everything we can to try and create Precisely. it. We just haven't done it yet. The, They're j- not even saying that. Uh, this, this recent situation, uh, we, we ch- chatted on this earlier, but I'd like your opinion on it. This recent situation where the, the Academy decided that they were going to move the categories for cinematography and uh, editing to the commercial period so it wouldn't be shown live on the show caused a tremendous uproar and consequently, they have backtracked and have said, yep, we've listened to the public, we apologise, and we will move these categories back. It has, you have to ask yourselves, what, what, what on earth it takes to, to get something done here? Why are they doing that for those categories, and, and, and they're not making that move for, for, for stunts? Well, because three Oscar winners spoke up and said, we have to get our categories back. That's ridiculous that you would, you would take you know, cinematography out when that's the cornerstone of the filmmaking process. And these Oscar winners, they hold a lot of weight. We don't have a category. So we don't really, they don't really look at us like that. And that's the biggest problem is that we need to have the question on the red carpet. They need to say, 
do you think there should be an action category? Right. That's what needs to be the question on the red carpet. And just to ask every single actor, director, or anybody else that walks down there and see what the consensus is. Because mm. now we have over 100,000 signatures on our petition. Right. Yeah, so far, it's going well. It's over 104,000 so far. 110,000 is the target, right? Right. Um, and uh, certainly the, the, the general consensus is that, that that's, that's doable. Uh, and on the basis of 110,000, that will then be the next step to, to, to taking this to, to a different level? Yeah, I mean, I, I think what we have to do is we have to show the Academy that we're not going to go away and we're going to make it more difficult for them until they see that we are a category that should have been added many years ago. But I, I, I think the problem is that they, some of the older members in the Academy who are on the board, mm. they only want to nominate a film who has some guy who, you know, who caught tuberculosis and dies at the end of the film and has no action in it whatsoever. Right. That's what they would rather have as a nominated film. They don't really want to have any action in any category. But since effects was created much, many, many, many years ago, they can't really get rid of them. Yeah, so I mean, we, we've, the got, we've got the we've got the nominations this year. Um, I mean, your brother's up for Black Panther. Your brother would have been up for Black Panther because that's up for the uh, best film. Um, that's true. Um, good friend of mine, Jimmy O'D, was the coordinator of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, Joe McLaren in the UK worked the favourite. But the, 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 the funny stat that I came up with, or the, the funny thing, the information I came up with, that Roma is held as this amazing piece of, of, of cinema. It still had 15 stunt performers on it. Exactly, yeah. You know, it's like, and when you do interviews, one of, the, one of the main considerations is they say, well, there's just not that many films out with stunt coordinators, so how would you vote on it? And I said, you just... You don't really read the credits, then, do you? Because no, no. every film has a, has a stunt coordinator. Is it is it one of these things where it, nothing's going to get done until somebody or some nobody's going to real, real notice until an absolute A plus actor or director is getting the award on the night and says, you know what? I want to also dedicate this to the stunt teams and the stunt coordinators because it would not have been made without these people. And the fact that we just don't right. have ever ever category is just ridiculous and it's going to take somebody like that and then somebody else will go you know what he's right he said it then i'll say it and he said it oh and now i'll say it as well and this snowballs yeah. and snowballs doesn't it well that's what i was hoping is if i could get actors directors and producers of you know notability to just get on their iphones and send a thing mm. a little quick iphone video saying i believe there should be an action category in the oscars mm. and send it and we could put those all together in a line and send it to the Academy and say, look at how many people really believe this should happen. Yeah. But I think it's a deep-seated hatred. I think it's going to be hard to get that, the, you know, the Apple core out of there because it's when we had Oscars so white. Remember that stand yeah, a couple of yeah. years ago? Yeah. And they were, one of the quotes was, there's a lot of old, pasty white men who are still on that board. <laughs> and I don't think that term depicts them, but what I think there is is there's a lot of older generations on there who haven't been on a set in a very long time. Mm. And they probably dealt with stunt coordinators back in the 60s, and it was a lot different back then. It's changed quite drastically from the 60s. Yeah, we, we had a... But I still think there's... 
Can, There's still time to learn. Yeah, I think so. Well, it's, everything's evolving all the time, and, and that's why you know stunts now and action sequences now are like for example, the whole this whole podcast it exists because we know that there's an audience out there who want to hear and know about the people who actually did the action rather than the actors. Exactly. It's, it's, yeah. There is a there is yeah. a big big want to know the behind the scenes stories. That's the problem with the academy is that they've made so many mistakes over the past two years. And more than that, maybe four years. Yeah. But these last six months have just been everything that they do has been the wrong choice. So I wonder how those board meetings go. I mean, <sighs> how do you sit in a board meeting and of your vo- voting crew, they say, let's get rid of editing and cinematography. How do you make that decision? How do you make that decision? Exactly. You, you said something there. You said that there's a deep-seated hatred. How does it get to that stage? What on earth was it that somebody, what has happened to cause that type of, if that's what it is, you know, to, to have something that they're just point-blank refusing? I mean, you've been doing this for 28 years, Jack. You'd think that with that continual barrage that's been going on uh, and various sizes of, of, of this has been going on, the time that all of that has been going on. You, you think there'd be something now to say, all right, we, you know, we, 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 we can do something about this, and yet it's 30 years later. Well, I, I think it's a social class issue. I think they thumb their nose up at us and think that we are below their social class, and they don't want us in there because we'll muddy the water, and realistically, all we can do is help them. Helps their ratings, helps keep people in the seat, makes it more interesting, you know, but we said we don't even have to be in the big show. So that's when... I said it has to be something deep-seated within them. If they're not even going to put us in the show, they won't put us in the technical show, they won't put us in the red carpet during commercials, there has to be some reason why they won't allow us in there. And then, you know, the more I talk to the board members that I know, the more they say it's a social class structure, that you are below their social class, they don't want anything to do with you, you know, they are above you, and you'll just muddy the water. And that's what I think still occurs. So we'd expect something like that here in the U.K.? We couldn't, we couldn't fathom why that would happen out there, you know? Yeah. But well, did, can you see this? It sure still seems going, like it does after this yeah. long. Can you, see, can you still see this happening, you know, in 28 years' time? Do you think you're still going to be in the same position, do you think? Yeah, no, I think what we're going to do is we're going to keep putting the pressure on harder every year, and they're either going to fold and completely not have a telecast at all, and then they'll be done, or we're going to have to try and help them and, and get in there and get their ratings up. Because if they keep dropping points every year, they won't be able to afford to even put it on anymore. If on the red carpet, every single ET and ABC and NBC and CBS and every other person that was down there asked that question, do you believe there should be an action Oscar? Then I think you'd start to see everybody getting on the bandwagon and the Academy would have to then confront it they got to then say why do you not have an action oscar makes no sense mm. and you've got to answer that question and so far like in the last two years they haven't even been able to answer that question like a vanity fair article i just did recently that came out the vanity fair reporter said i have a great relationship with the academy and i'm going to get their side of this are you okay with that and i said i sure am i'm fine with it i'd be curious to see what they can say now and then this vanity fair reporter came back and said they won't even talk to me on the record, which really surprises me because they mm. talk to me about everything else. But in this instance, they will not even talk to me on the record. Yeah, I tried it. I tried in the first 15 years of this onslaught trying to do what the Academy was telling me to do to try and get this thing to go through. But I found out that they were just giving me things to be busy with. Yeah. 
It really was just taking up my time mm. trying to do things so that they didn't have to deal with creating a category. And, you know, I, I'm surprised it took me 15 years to figure that out. But I was trying to do it the way that they were suggesting. And I found out that's not really what is going to work, that we have to then come in with both guns firing and say, look, guys, you know, we're going to stay here and not go away. And if, if we end up dropping your ratings down to nothing and you don't have an award show, you're not going to get any money for anything. So how do you keep your library open? How do you keep everything else going? And they act like they don't need the televised version, but that's really what feeds them every year. Yeah, it's, it's almost as well as getting the producers on board now as well, isn't it? Because they're the ones who going to be standing up there taking the awards for when, when they get the best picture. He's, he's well, getting, and that's true. And when, when the most popular vote came about, and then they jerked that away pretty quickly, but when it first came out, the day they announced that, I called up the Academy and said, you know, this is great. It looks like the most popular movie is going to be an action movie, so we're going to include the stunt coordinators, right? And I got an absolute no. That's never going to happen. So, you know, I was encouraged when they said the most popular vote because I thought that was going to be for stunt coordinators, but it wasn't. Mm. And then they jerked that away. Yeah, what they're going to do is look at the top top twenty films of last year, and how many, how many? I mean, there was a stat I think on you came out on Stunts Unlimited of like twenty two out of the twenty five biggest grossing <laughs> films are all action. You know, so. yeah, it's a lot of Marvel films and a lot of Universal Fast and Furious and a lot of yeah. James Bond films yeah. and those kind of things. We were talking about saving. They all hit the big numbers. Yeah, we were talking about Saving Private Ryan earlier. Five Oscars. Um, and yep. we, we, we chatted, we've got an episode with Del Lee, who was one of the stunt guys on it, on the beach, and he, there was a stunt that they did in the back of shot, um, and Spilbo came down to the stunt team when the, when the shot was finished and said, that is the best stunt I've ever seen in my life. Oh, fantastic. And, yeah. And all the stunt and guys look like, wow. You know, there, there's lots of behind the scenes of actors who have come up later hugging the stunt coordinator saying, you've made me look better than I could have ever looked by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, the, my stunt double is doing exactly what this character would do. Yeah. Um, those kind of things, maybe the public needs to see more. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's something that most people are never aware of, but yet the stunt, you know, the stunt characters, they have to do exactly what the actor does. They have to mime exactly the, his movements, and, and that's not easy to do. No. And you know, the stunt coordinator is actually putting them in dangerous positions that the actor doesn't want to be in. And it, and it goes wider than that as well, because the buffer crew, the crews that are around the featured stunt to keep all the background out of danger, uh, they're all stunt teams as well. There's, you know, it's like, a, it's like a ring of stunt people, isn't it, sometimes? It is, and, and you have to be careful about where you put cameras and where you can put cameras that aren't going to be, you know, uh, operated. And you'll say, you can put a remote camera over there, but you can't put a guy over there. That's in a bad spot. And if you don't know your craft very well, you know, somebody could get hurt or killed. And that's the thing, the stress that you have to live with every single day. And so it is artistic and technical, which are two of the mainstays of the Academy, but yet they still turn a blind eye to us. And so I think the more that we continue to bombard them with this, and next year maybe we're going to get – you know, a thousand to 1,500 people to protest right on the red carpet. But I didn't want to do that this year. I just can't see them continuing to, to ignore us. Hi, I'm Rob. I'm Simon. And I'm James. We want to talk about those movies. Those supposedly bad movies. Those movies that bombed. To see if they weren't that bad after all. Join us every other Tuesday on the For Your Reconsideration podcast. Part of the Pod Dojo Podcast Network. 
You can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, and all your usual podcast apps. And it won't cost you a solitary bean, mate. <laughs> it's like it's free. <laughs> it's just like it's free. <laughs> so that was Jack. And as he says, he's as baffled as the rest of us. Let's go back to Blake and me as we take on board what Jack said and introduce our next guest. I mean, you know Oscar, you know films very well. Does it feel different this year, the campaign about stunts, than before? There certainly seems to be more um, more momentum, possibly. Uh, there's There's new approaches happening. You know, I'm, I'm very reminiscent of, of those. Those um, I'm reminded rather of of those the you know, the campaigns that had happened before about you know the Black Oscars and and, and all that sort of stuff that happened mm. before, um, and the Me Too thing and, and that that on basically because that was all around that sort of time and people were 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 boycotting and people weren't you know they 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 weren't standing up and applauding you know that sort of stuff that happens so this is kind of pushing in that direction at the moment. But I think it would be, you know, it's, it's, it's not just them. Uh, of course, they've, they've got uh, lots of other members um, in, in, in Stunts Unlimited. And, uh, well, we're, we're, we're in a very lucky situation, really. We're, we're in a situation where um, we have uh, an option to, to speak to an individual now who um, has an opinion on that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay, right. So uh, I'm going to say six words. You've always wanted to say this, haven't I've you? I've always wanted to say this, and I've never really had an opportunity to do so, so bear with me. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, Buddy Joe Hooker. So now it's a matter of, you know, we, with the last administration, with with uh, Cheryl Boone Isaacs and, and Don and all that, we, Jack and I had several meetings with them. And again, it was it was mind boggling to the fact is that Cheryl Boone Isaacs actually asked us, well, you know what what do stunt coordinators do? And and we were just kind of like blown away that here is the president of the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences know what a stunt coordinator did. So you yeah. think you think she'd be slightly better informed, right? Uh, I mean, you would think so, uh, but you know, she was a publicist and all that kind of stuff. So we went, okay, fine. Uh, we will. That'll be our next thing we deal with. So then we started to uh, try and and uh, you know have more meetings with them. We got actors and and directors and producers mm-hmm. to, you know, write letters for us, all this kind of stuff that right. we presented to them and the board, and it still nothing happened. So then uh, in those meetings at that time, then they, then, well, we just don't have room for another category. Like uh, we went, oh, what do you mean? Just like, you know, added some other categories in the last couple yeah. of years. There's 24 categories. If it's an issue about, you know, you don't have time on your Oscar presentation for it, that's all well and good. Uh, you can present it to us like you do some of the other ones. You know, it doesn't have to be on the show, but it 
there should be a Oscar, nom, you know, category for stunt action coordinators. Did you? Um, there. Uh, yes. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. I mean that that falls in place with the seeming debacle they had recently, where they they moved cinematography and editing into the. Uh, commercial break slot because they didn't have time, and then they well, moved they tried it back, to do that. didn't it? Because of the, the the public furore about it, or the uh, an Oscar winner. Well, you know. not, not only the public, I think that there was a lot of uh, furor and kickback from uh, the Academy members themselves. You know, it was like, mm. you know, come on. And then they came back with another uh, little information piece that said, well. All these people for, you know, to help out the Academy has volunteered to do this. And we're, uh, we're reading really. And then the next thing uh, you hear is that, okay, all of that is gone by the wayside. Everybody, all these categories will be presented in the, you know, the program. So it went from that to this to that. And, and back to square one. The other thing was is they, they had the ability to, last year, to, you know, or, or create this new category about most uh, the popular, popular yeah, yeah. film. I mean, so, and, and what does that constitute? You know, didn't we already have one for Best Picture? Exactly. <laughs> and so... It, it, what it showed us was that they do have the ability to uh, establish another category, and as long as it benefits them in some which way, uh, they're good for it. I quite, I quite like what you said earlier about the, the, when they said act like a category. But if, th- if there's thinking, if you act like a category, then surely there's space for that category then. Well, again, here is, and this is some of the feeling that, that this is the way I feel, is that you know they they have this old style mentality is is that they don't really respect uh, stunt or stunt coordinators is that they think that they're just like these meatballs or something that have no sense and that really aren't uh, deserving of uh, to be you know. Uh, recognized by the academy because they are so prestigious and all of that i mean somewhere in there i think there is that line of thinking we have done everything we can to illuminate them to like let them know what we do and with the advent of all of these films it's very difficult to ignore the contribution of stunt coordinators Mm. and what they do I mean, you look at the highest grossing films of all time, you look at the biggest grossing films percentage every year, these are all action-based, I mean, I, I don't get it. Yeah, it's, it, it is, it is head-scratchingly frustrating, isn't it, when you think, well, how can you not see that the biggest, one of the biggest parts of some of these films is the action sequences? You know, it lends well, itself to the narrative. So uh, it's it's just crazy. It's just so... But how? I mean, but also, buddy, how do you answer the other side of it when, you know, part of the appeal of being a stunt performer is that I 
I'm see I'm seen not heard. You know, we kind of don't. Uh-huh. Want, we don't kind of want to be. We're not. We're not there to be the stars. It's no. I didn't become a stunt performer because I wanted to be famous. I wanted to add something in an action sense and and challenge myself, if you like. You know yeah. what you wanted to do was to do your art. Hmm. What you do is an art. And what I do, I always considered it an art form. You know, every time I did a stunt, I'm sure every time you did a stunt, is that it was an expression, a physical expression of my art. You know, that's the way I saw it. And so now when, when you say the Academy of Arts and Sciences, I mean, don't we fall into that category somewhere? I would say it's even a science sometimes, how they calculate some of this stuff nowadays. <laughs> it's just mind-boggling. Yeah. Shall I go and get the wet towels now? Um, just just give me a minute. I'm having a moment. Oh, you cannot. That was seriously unbelievable. Um, I, it doesn't take an awful lot to make me happy. I'm a very can simple I just say, man. Can I just say, I mean, this is, this is where I... I I've got a chuckle in amusement here because <laughs> you you look at these you look at you know these guys. I mean, I I, I do, but in a different way. Like a a person like whose whose favourite actors walked in the room or something like that. You that's know, that's that. You know, that's exactly what that is. Um, only if it's if it's actors or personalities or, or people that I meet, I'm fairly cool around them. I don't I don't have a problem with it. Um, but not I, what I, you said earlier. Well. The thing is, you know, I know, you know, that Buddy, uh, Mr. Hook, uh, <laughs> is, is, you know... You did so, a mild curtsy when you I, said I did, that, I did, didn't I did, you? I, I did have to correct him when he said, oh, Buddy, uh, <clears throat> Mr. Hook and you. Uh, but look, no, he said, no, it's Buddy, that's fine. But Mr. Hook is my dad. Okay, fine. Um, is but... It? I thought you were my dad but, was Mr. Orty. Behave yourself. But um, the, the idea that I would get an opportunity to speak to him you know, like I think it was three thousand miles away, but it's I was more in it. Is it is, how far is it to LA from here? A lot. As the crow flies, it's that far it's a, on it's the map. map. It's, <laughs> it's a few days' work. I would have thought if I'm if I'm doing a sat nav it. Um, but that was that was really very special. That and and mm. my heart is still going ten to the dozen. Um, and so, but it was a very very special moment. And not only that, but he's such a nice guy, you know. And uh, and again, very passionate about uh, about the cause. And and uh, you know, but what I like, I mean, he said that there was like very early on they're having conversations. They're actually going and having lunch with these people. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, it's just nothing. They yep. won't even talk to them. The academy has become. Do you know what it is? It's very. It's relationship esque. It has become that relationship that's gone sour. That uh, partner that you were with for a period of time, and it was all going really well. And then, you know, you didn't really see eye to eye on a couple of things, and now they don't return your phone calls. That's what that is. This is effectively what's going on. It, it sounds like I said to him about the rugby thing. It's like thirty-five old farts who are just out of step with the rest of the world. The, the the where where change needs to happen is at the academy. Yeah, at that end, yeah. that's what needs to happen. It's all very the well. This has changed the yeah. world. Yeah. the The world is changing on a on a daily basis, and uh, the industry is changing on a daily basis. There's new people. There's new new inventions happening all the time. But the people inside the academy who make the decisions 
and I'm not referring to academy members here, but I am referring to, you know, the board and the suits. That's where change needs to happen. And and until that happens, mm. this this could be a long process, you know. But we're going to support it. We're going to do whatever we can because it's important. And uh, with people like with people like Jack and Amber and Buddy Joe Hooker, then you know maybe we can get something done. That's that's the plan. And with the support of of you, the public out there, if you can do whatever you can to try and uh, facilitate change. There you go. That's it for this week. More again next week. And don't forget to check out the YouTube show on Friday. This podcast is brought to you in association with those lovely people at the Pod Dojo Network, and I urge you to check out the rest of the podcast family by clicking the link below. Until next time, bye for now. Yeah.